will just pop in. Welcome to the FGC podcast. Um, we're waiting for Slug to pop in. Uh, however, I just wanted to um, just not keep you waiting. Just hang out. We can chit chat for a little bit while Slug joins the call. Plus, I'm going to be able need to be able to uh, edit in his window when he does join the call. Uh, I guess Slug's family was refusing to uh, leave. They just said, "Bouncing baby boy, Slugless, we're not allowed to leave your pretty little face here. It's been so long since we've seen you." And um, I asked Slug about a thousand times. I said, "Hey, do we need to start a little later?" He said, "No, I'll kick them out. I don't need to talk to them that long." And uh, look where we are. He's a goddamn liar. Son of a bitch. Well, you know. So, we're just hanging out, waiting for him to call. we got a pretty exciting show today. Uh, exciting for me. I don't know. It might be boring the hell to everybody else. But uh, we're uh, just going to do a little catch-up. It's been a couple weeks since uh, we were able to do a podcast. That's all Turk's fault. Um, I... Uh, Essentially, for the entire month of August, I've been working like 12 hours a day, it seems. Uh, we uh, had our students move back, and our student leaders move back, and we had training for them, and then we had our real students move back, and that was since that was since COVID. We had to um, break things up into multiple groups, and instead of doing like three move-in days, we had to do like six. We had one for student leaders, we had one for... Uh, athletes, then we had one for first years, and then we had like three for returning students. So it's just been absolute chaos. This week has been busy, just putting in days, putting in hours, but now, uh, now things are relatively normal. Um, hopefully, we'll see. We've still got a lot of COVID stuff going on, um, but uh, for a while there, I was doing like 12-hour days. That was pretty rough. I haven't done that in a while, especially since like move out was a little different due to um, COVID. We had to kick the students out in a different kind of way than we normally do. So, And then I had essentially like four months off because I was furloughed, so I was doing like part-time work each day. So jumping right in back into August with not as much prep as you normally have was pretty rough, but I'm alive, I'm standing, uh, I'm feeling good, just, uh, just, just hanging in there. Um, I never thought that I would do a podcast by myself, but it seems like I might just have to trim the fat and cut them out of here. I don't know, we'll see. Uh, checking out, look at the, uh, while we're, oh, oh, geez, almost just broke my chair. I'm gonna have to, I'm going to have to see if somebody uh, will send us out some Fat Guy Certified ones because this one sucks. Um, since I moved back down to my office, I had to take uh, I had to take my real office chair downstairs to my office. And I left this little rinky-dink plastic one and I almost just ate shit and died on stream. That would have been hilarious. I'm sure that would have... I think... Well, you know what? I, that was karma. I started talking shit on Doug and saying that I was going to trim the fat. And then literally almost killed myself by leaning back in my chair. So, ah, shit. Thanks, Hot Sauce Guide. You the man. We appreciate you big time. Thank you for the three-month sub. You're a beaut. Um, 
Let's drop some star crunches for you in chat. But man, that was terrifying. Sweet dear Lord baby Jesus. Lean telling him I'm going to fire Doug from Fat Guy Certified and then I almost die. So I'm never making that joke or comment again. I thought I was only going to have to kill like two minutes because he said two minutes and then he'll be here and it's been ten. So um, I'm pretty boring. Um, I'll give you a fat doctor update while we're waiting for him to log in. Um, so as I explained a little bit earlier, life's been fucking nuts. Um, but I'm 23 pounds down. So it's not a big change from two weeks ago or three weeks ago and the last time we did the pod I think it's only about a five or six pound difference I don't know it's still I'm still feeling good I'm still eating pretty healthy and hanging in there but yeah uh as of yesterday I was 23 pounds down total um we'll see what happens when I go and visit the doctor since we have scale discrepancies or whatever the fuck's up with that um, but I'm feeling good and I think just still, even though I only lost like five pounds in like the past two weeks, um, uh, I, I mean, I didn't have control of my meal plan. Um, I don't have a car to go grocery shopping. Um, so I've kind of been stuck on campus just having to eat at the cafeteria and then doing DoorDash. DoorDash and I have become best friends. Um, but that's so uh, I've just been kind of eating healthy, small portions, still not as many veggies, and I'm still losing weight. So that's all that matters. Um, I did have some issues with the medication, and I don't necessarily. There could be a number of things, and I haven't hopped back on it because it was just so dramatic. It was, I, so I was having some serious, serious headaches, um, like almost to the point where, like, I didn't want to work, like, I was just, I just felt absolutely terrible, um, so, like, it just, it was just, it was absolutely rough, um, they, and I don't know what it was, so there could be a number of things, it could have been that, um, I was losing, or I wasn't eating enough, Cause that, that really just, I like honest to God forgot that I had to eat sometimes. Like I, I, I like Gabtron had to literally remind me to come up and get lunch just cause I was either focused on work or whatever. And then it was, I, I swear I was drinking enough water. I was drinking like at least a hundred ounces of water. The recommendation is 60. So like it was, I don't know if it was, so it was just, it was difficult. Um, so it could have been, um, could have been stress. It could have been, uh, I mean, I've seen some theories that like COVID has like a migraine headache kind of symptom thing. It could have been that, who knows? I'm feeling good. I don't have any other symptoms for that. Um, which is surprising just because I've had to meet and interact with so many humans. Um, but I stopped taking the medicine and I haven't had a headache since. So if I was going to chalk it up to something, it probably just not enough water usage and maybe I wasn't eating enough which resulted in me getting headaches. I'm not really sure. Um, I, I'm going to try now that work. Oh, I think slugs here. Let's see. Okay. Let's end this meeting, open a new one and let's hope this little bitch is here. We'll see if he hops in the call or not. Um, I, 
Uh, we've got a slug. Just get his ugly little face in there. He's off to the side. Slug, can you talk, baby? I can talk. Sorry, I was watching Amaranth and I got distracted. I hate you so much. I hate you. You're frozen, so I need to figure out why you're frozen. I see that all of a sudden I froze a little sideways. Oh, there That's you go. Okay. So are you able to move yourself to the left a little bit, or do I need yeah, to reframe I'll it? do that. I'll just put myself in frame. Don't okay. you worry, none. Thanks. So what you missed, I don't know if you're listening or not. I was giving a fat doctor update, 23 pounds down, but I had some very really, good, really, good. really debilitating headaches, and I don't know if it was from that medicine or not. So I stopped taking the medicine, and the headache stopped. So I think there's a correlation there. But I was also doing 12-hour days. I was sitting out in the sun for like 12-plus hours, or like 10-plus hours. I wasn't eating and drinking as much as I probably should have. So it could have been a number of things. Um, so I'm actually tomorrow going to start back up on the pills. I got a couple left. I'm going to see things. I'm going to make sure I downloaded a water drinking app, and I downloaded some other stuff to just kind of keep track of like – how much water I'm actually consuming. I had a bottle of water, but I don't know where it's at. I lost it somewhere in this world. Who the fuck knows? Gotta get that back. Gotta get that um, back. Especially since I've been talking to myself for 20 minutes. Um, glad to see that you're alive. You missed quite possibly the scariest moment of my life. Um, oh my god, what did I? I was only gone for like 10 minutes. I lit so I was like, oh, he's late. I was being an asshole, and karma literally came to kill me. I he was like, I was like, oh, this son of a bitch is so late. He's, I was like, I'm, you know what? I might have to just, I was like, I might just have to trim the fat. I was like, um, trim I, the fat. Oh, I, okay. I was like, I might just have to fire him, you know, and just make this a solo podcast since I'm doing it anyway. As soon as I said that, I was leaning back in my chair. It gave out, and I almost fell backwards. <laughs> like it that's was instant. That's what you get. It was instant, and I was like, "Well, that's karma." Not gonna sure as fuck say that again. He's yeah, with I can't me. Watch that. He's with me for the, the day I die. Now I'm not gonna let that happen. It was terrifying. Um, and so then I also asked if you know all uh like 15 of our average regular Twitch viewers would shout out to like Titan chairs or something and get me a fat guy certified computer gaming chair. That'd be great. We'll see if that ever happens. We can review them. You know, we're expert reviewers nowadays. I'll even drop into a couple. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm dead I'll serious. I'll hella drop right in. For sure. Let me see if I can turn your volume up a little bit. You're a little quiet bitch on my headset, but that could just be my headset. Um, cause yeah, cause Maybe, I've got... yeah, I don't know. I'm coming through my good mic. Don't worry about this little dicky right here. That's just there for show. I see, like, you're dragging the yeah, that was cursor weird. through my screen. That was a little weird. We should yeah, clip that there. and try to slow it and see if see if we can get a good meme out of it. So I've been telling them about my life. I told them that I went to the fat – or that I haven't gone to the fat doctor in a month. I haven't told them uh, – or I told them about work and why we haven't had a pod in two weeks. So they're up to date with my life. What have you been doing? Oh, ladies and gentlemen – Buckle up, because do I have some updates? Okay, all right. So, I decided that I'm gonna start combing my hair. Okay. Yeah, big one. That's a big one. <laughs> that's huge. And that's a that's it. That's your that's life. A, that's a, that's so, you... probably, so I feel I'm not gonna lie. I don't want to say it's 
crippling depression or the weight of like Jesus, the world's anxiety. That's what you get. That's what you get. <laughs> sit still. Just sit still. Um, but I, but I did feel sort of the way, some sort of way because of the delay. I just saw you almost eat shit. That was good. <laughs> so everyone in my life is going back to work. They're all going to be productive people. They're they're contributing to society and. I feel for the first time in years, I'm being left in the dust. For the first time in a long time, I'm not side by side. Oh, hello, honey bun. Oh, hello, baby. I, that's it. I just have to leave the house for like 15 minutes, and then the dog forgets that she likes me. Then she remembers, oh, I miss him. He's a real um, human now. I need yeah, to show so I've been feeling too. a little some sort of way, you know, that we didn't do the pod for the last couple of weeks because you have to make the youth of America a better generation. Uh, however, it was kind of fun. I was a little late today because the Slugrants were in town, and so we socially distanced and hung out in her garage. It was kind of nice getting to see them. My, my mom's looking great because she's lost so much weight from her fat doctor experience. She's a whole new person now. Like when I see her, I'm like, oh, you're not my mom. Uh, but then she opens her mouth. I'm like, oh, yeah, you're my mom. <laughs> yeah, like, you're that lady. Whoops, you're her. Uh, my dad's still the dad. Slug Senior's still Slug Senior. We talked about the suckos a little bit, caught up, making fun of all the reporters. Hey, they won like 16 to 2 yesterday or some they bullshit did. like so that. So now they're only 6 and 17, so <laughs> go ahead, buckos. If they could just spread that out over like 10 games instead of one. Yeah. But it was good. So just getting to catch up with them. And uh, my mom's giving me all her rundown how she's been prepared for Rona and how she's ready for Rona round two because she's just got stockpiles for days of all kinds of paper products, food, dry goods. And it was a good little recharge to see them. So I'm happy to be back in the swing of things. A little upset because we watched wrestling last night, and I wasn't a fan of how the main event swang. I uh, wasn't, mm. uh, wasn't feeling that, but I'm not in charge. And I got to remember, I was sports entertained for most of the night because Pat McAfee had a phenomenal match for it being his first go. A freaking moonsault, backflip off the top rope, land on his feet, springboarding all the way to the top. He he showed off that athleticism that made him the best punter in the world. That's like saying you're the, you're the best handicap person. It's really not worth much. Not true. Not true. Premium athlete, all Pro Bowl, punter, kicker, yeah, exactly. champion of the de- world, Super Bowl but runner up, AFC still champion. Still, yeah. Whoa. Whoa. Okay. I won some stuff in high school drumline, but I just hit the symbol on the sideline a couple of times, okay? Hey, you're still a winner. You're still, still a the winner. winner. You know, Deuce Staley's also a two-time Super Bowl champion. Do I you know how many thousands of punters are out there? And there's not one punter that can say that they were the Pennsylvania punt and kicking champion. They were an AFC champion, a Super Bowl runner-up, punter of the decade, and... I and like backup quarterback to the Indianapolis Colts for a solid backup week. Backup quarterback. He was. He was. Yeah. There was that. There was that like week that they like lost all their quarterbacks and they didn't have one. And he was literally in the practice taking snaps as the quarterback until they signed like, two guys on a Wednesday. <laughs> and that was their did quarterback. Did not take his own uh, onside kick once as well. Oh, he did that Is a couple times. Of, yeah, yeah, yeah he did that his a couple own times. Onside kick. That's pretty big. Exactly. He's a premium athlete. I don't know. Man crush. I love him to death. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly, Hot Sauce Guide. Pat McAfee is my Stipe. He most certainly is. Um, I've been watching 
So my poop time routine, honestly, over the last couple of weeks has been the AFL, and I love it. Anytime I got to try to go uh, take the Browns to the Super Bowl, I throw on some premium Australian football league, and I've been entertained. I'm it just gets you running, more. eh? It does. It does. I really, really enjoy, like, even though I pull for the Melbourne Demons, Port Adelaide Power, they're so good, and they're so entertaining. Um, I'm finding there's a player on the Demons who I despise just because the way he looks. I'm very sh- so he's like my like Marshand. He's like yeah, my... yeah. And then there's a guy on the Port Adelaide Power that has three fucking haircuts. Okay, he has my hair in the front. He has buzz sides, and he has my mom's back. He has fluffy, <laughs> curly, long hair. He has three different styles in his mullet, and it irks me to no end. And he has the face of that little nerdy guy from Brooklyn Nine Nine, the one that they always pick on. So like every time I see him, and I can spot him from a mile away. I'm like, there he is. I hate that guy. So it's kind of fun to like be connecting with these players through recognition. I'm watching it so much. That's absolutely hilarious. So, um, and I want to watch hockey, but I can't watch a possible 50 games of hockey in the opening round. I mean, that's, that's three quarters of a season. They're on round two now. They're on round two. They are moving on to round two now. Yeah. So now I'm going to start following. Avs lost game one to the Canadians, which is hilarious. Not the, not, not, not the Canadians. The the Canucks, the Vancouver gotcha. Canucks. Um, so that was a little scary for all my friends that are Avalanche fans, but we'll find out today how the Vegas Golden Knights are. I don't know when they play. I should probably check that. Um, wow. I don't know what I was talking about. So the Vegas Golden Knights play the Canucks today. The Avs lost to Dallas Stars yesterday. We I don't know, know where my brain's fan. at. Fairweather fan. Pat McAfee, that's what it is. I don't pretend to know anything. Okay, that, there's a difference. I know when I'm a Fairweather fan. I didn't even know half fan. the players on the Penguins this year. I, just which I remember confused. back in the day, I could go, I could tell you every stat of every Penguins, every person on the farm team, but then grad school hit, and that's when I lost a lot of steam. I just didn't have the time to follow 82 games a season. Okay. And then I wasn't paying for cable after I graduated. Like when I lived off, when I was working for the Achievement Center, you know, helping all those little lost souls in the world, I was like, I'm not paying money for local <laughs> cable TV to watch this. You ridiculous. I got rent to pay. When you were Crawford County's uh, Pied Piper? Yeah, when I was the sole uh, therapist for Crawford County, that is hazard pay. You're talking about hero pay. That should have been <laughs> all yeah. that for hero pay. That's where little Pookie almost choked me out. A kid got in my backpack naked and grabbed me by the collar and neck and just started shaking me like he was riding a wild chariot through a scene of Ben Hur. I was like, and I saw myself in a full body mirror over here. I'm like, this is how I go. A little pookie, two and a half years of rage, just shaking. Ah! And the whole time his mom, pookie. I like it when you settle down. I was like, yeah, no offense. The PCIT ain't working right now, Ma. Get your little bastard off me. No wonder why you left that field. You I wonder. Left... I wonder. I wonder how emasculating it would have been to have been a 30-year-old male that got killed by a two-and-a-half-year-old child. In a diaper in my own backpack while his mom's watching. Oh, man, that's hilarious. Oh, he was a wild child. And then my supervisor before just kind of peeks his head in the room. He's like, yeah, I don't think it's going to work for this kid. And bounce. I was like, this is my third month. 
Can you give me a little bit more guidance than that? Oh, that is hilarious. Well, that so that's the update of Slug. We've had the update of Turk. What's on the docket? I'm kind of excited for today. Whereas I'm usually all the way somewhat excited, and then I'm never excited today. I'm really excited. We are talking nice ghosts today. That was a good transition. Ghosts are nice. Well, see, to clarify, I I'll this is something ghost up. I ain't scared. This is something I investigated. It's not saying it's not a friendly ghost like Casper. It's like telling somebody like, "Hey, that's a nice ghost." <laughs> like, like what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> that was the dumbest explanation. I've heard some dumb explanations over the years. I don't know, man. I just read it in an interview he did. Uh, he said it's not like saying like the ghost's behavior is nice. It's like saying that's an attractive or like that's a um, nice there you ghost. Go. Now you're using. It's not like saying it's a nice ghost. It's like saying, hey, that's a nice ghost. But it's not saying like, – it's not implying Casper as much as it's implying that's like a Cadillac ghost. Is that better? Is that you under – does your brain wrap yourself that, around that one? No, Mr. College Degree. What I would say is it sounds like you are rating the objective qualities of the ghost. You're not, you're not rating the ghost's behavior. You're rating the ghost's quality. Yeah, that's objective. Okay. We on the same page now? Like, yeah, subjective would be personality and oh, how it Those are words feel. I don't know. I went to a public objective school. Objective is science. Yeah, but you also graduated with a master's degree. But just like me, somehow we skidded by and got through it. Yeah, we did well. Speaking of grad school and speaking of cool, a school in general, so let's kind of talk about... Uh, nice the, ghost. Let's, yeah, nice ghost. So... Um, how we know Tyler, Tyler is the um, man behind the Nice Ghost brand. Um, we know him from Edinburgh. Um, I really didn't have a lot of, I know of him. I didn't have a lot of interactions with him because he was a little bit before my time, but I've always heard good things. Yeah, so this is how I, like, I guess kind of the story of how I know Tyler and, like, why we're doing this. First, before we really get into the nitty-gritty of it, I just want to say a little disclaimer. We are not professional music reviewers in any way, shape, or form or capacity. So if you're expecting gold, we're giving you maybe sub-bronze. Speak for yourself. I own all three Nickelback albums. (laughs) Yeah, just the fact that you are a highly rated Nickelback touter and raider is just going to prove my point that we're not the end-all, be-all when it comes to music. However, um, and there's also going to be a little bit of bias. I know Tyler. I've known Tyler for a long time, and I am just very impressed with everything that he does. And um, he's just all around just a good soul, and I think he's a very talented soul and person. Um, And so I'm going to obviously show some bias uh, in my opinions and some of the things I say. But I really did try as I was taking notes and sitting through and listening to the album, I really did my best to be like objective and kind of just like come from it from a point of view of somebody that used to do radio, that used to do that kind of stuff. So um, that's the kind of the lens that I came from. And Tyler, I came from the lens of I only listen to music I like. Okay, there you go. That's that's great. That's that's a good lens. So um, Tyler is from originally from Cambridge Springs, Pennsylvania, which is like a town of like 2,000 people in Crawford County, PA, just uh, just south of Edinburgh. Um, he went to Edinburgh with us. Um, I actually didn't know him, but I used to play his music 
all the time whenever I worked at WFSE as a radio guy. Um, he was in a band called Radio Empire, which was like kind of like a post-punk punk band. Uh, no. Yeah, like he did like punk music, and then he did some like other... Um, uh, I don't, I don't really even know how to explain it, but we used to play it all the time on WFSE. Um, we were big fans because we tried to play as much local music and like Edinburgh student music that as makes we sense. can, um, and we played Radio Empire a lot. Um, so that's like the first time that I heard of him, and then um, he ended up being a graduate hall coordinator at Edinburgh for a semester, and that's kind of like where I got to like meet him, meet him, and like know him, um, at, like well, he training was legit coordinator. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So the super senior year, I'm pretty sure it was the super senior year whenever I lived up in Towers alone. He was a coordinator for like a semester. Um, and then he, then he, I think he left Res Life because it wasn't really his thing. And he um, went in and started like teaching music and stuff at Edinburgh. Um and we quickly found out that we have some really, really, really similar passions. Um, pizza, beer, and wings. Uh, we literally would just talk all the time about just food and just eating food. And so, like, the, you'll see Tyler a little bit later, but, like, uh, he's, I don't know, maybe he's a, he's a small man, uh, but he can eat with the best of us. So, so he might have the fat guy certified heart. But I don't recall him being a card-carrying member of the physical club. <laughs> no, he is not. He's maybe internally he is fat, a fat guy, but uh, externally he does not present himself as so. Um, but he left Edinburgh. Um, he's really into music. He moved to L.A. Was doing the L.A. music stuff. Um, then he moved to Nashville, which is the East Coast L.A. Uh, and was touring, and he did solo stuff. He did touring. Um, he toured for the band's Rocket Summer, um, which they are, uh, they had a couple uh, early like singles that kind of like like hit it. Um, he toured with um, Joe Bachman and the Tailgaters, which uh, was like a country kind of like party band, and that was like when he was in Nashville. He was a guitarist for them. Um, and then while he was in L.A., he, he was in a 90s cover band uh, called the... Uh, the Foo Flannels, which they did like a lot of night, the Foo Flannels, yes, uh, and they did like '90s cover and like would do like headline shows and stuff there, doing like cover nights and like '90s nights where like everybody would wear flannel and then they would play just like rock music from the '90s. Um, so he was. Okay, I'm into that. I dig it. Yeah. So that's and he also now like he's this is his first solo like real true solo project. He's been using the Nice Ghost brand for a while and like. Um, putting out music under the Nice Ghost label, um, but this is like his first studio album. This is his first real like release, um, and uh, I'm like super super hyped for it. He's been putting out singles and just releasing different projects and songs and stuff for a while now. Um, and so then whenever I found out that he was um, putting out this album and just looking for some people to pre-listen to it and review it, I was like, hey. That's what we do. We're a review show. We've never reviewed music. We review fast food and soup, but let's give it a fucking yeah. shot. Um, and so we'll try it out. And so um, he is allowing us to do it. He gave us a link to the album um, that we could listen to early and check it out and listen to it uh, before it comes out. It's coming out um, next Friday, uh, August twenty eighth. 
Um, it's going to come out on, I think it's, I think the 28th is Friday. Yep. Um, okay. it's going to come out on Spotify, like all the music, iTunes, all that stuff. Um, if you want to go check out his, um, social media, we'll shout it out again at the end of the show. Um, but it's nice ghost music.com, I believe. Um, yeah, I yep. think you can listen to some of the singles because I used my She Devil to play some of his stuff last night and this morning, and so that works. Yeah, yeah. So um, a lot of the songs are already out in singles on Spotify and on YouTube and on his website and on SoundCloud. Um, but there's just some other tracks and then like some of the in between tracks that are not out that like kind of help you transition from song to song. Um, so. Um, that's kind of like our background on, on Nice Ghost a little bit. Something that you should really do if anything we talk about today um, like excites you or interests you or if you like some of the music is on his social media, he has a link to pre-save. If you go and pre-save the album onto like Spotify or like onto like iTunes or any of those places, it'll help generate and put... So that's how Spotify and those companies will pull songs for their Discover Weeklies and like their like new playlist, new release files is all because of like pre-saves and, and people checking that stuff out. So if you have the opportunity and you do like what you're hearing, um, make sure that you go and uh, check out the pre-save link and save it because uh, uh, that really will help him. And that's something that I did. It was pretty easy. All you got to do is just click the pre-save link uh, on Spotify and it'll save it. And so then whenever you, um, whenever it's released, it populates onto your album list and you can just check it out. Um, so I'm doing it right now. So to kind of give you – so one of the things that I wanted to do was to actually interview Tyler and bring him onto the pod. But with my life just being absolute shit show, I wasn't able to really focus and put the dedication into like scheduling and doing what I wanted to do. Um, so this is really just going to be Slug and I talking about the songs. We'll kind of play some of the songs and let you hear them, just snippets of them. So like the things on YouTube, not anything that hasn't been released yet. So you can kind of get a vibe and get a sense of – sense of the music um but later on after the album's out i want to have tyler on so we can interview him and ask him questions about it and kind of just see and um that kind of like what we did with hot sauce guide um but bring him on to this the pod so that he can um talk and mm -hmm. kind of give his opinion so um this is just like a i guess uh, a pre-show essentially to the big shebang once the album's out and we're able to talk a little bit more about some of the things that might be on it that we um, can't discuss or just to have him and share his point of view and in the process of writing it and putting it out there I think would be pretty cool so um, uh, just to talk about the album a little bit I think that like the big focus he shares on his website is that the songs are kind of different and vary in different type of and their mood and their influence and um, they have different like frequency range ranges too some are loud some are quiet um, and it's to kind of give you different kind of evoke different emotions from you from each song. Um, and it seems like it's very experimental. It's very, um, uh, I would say, experimental rock, experimental indie music. That's how I was like alternative rock is definitely good because it is an alternative and it's all over the place. It's definitely experimental is the vibe I got. 
Yeah, this is definitely not mainstream music by any way, shape, or form, I think. It's very... Well, I think the album has a couple mainstream songs. I definitely heard some songs on, on the on the album that I was like, I could hear this on my radio. Or yeah. I could definitely hear this in my Spotify daily mix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely, definitely. And I think it's just... Um, I, I think, um, if I remember reading an interview correctly, um, it's kind of just like no song, the process for writing them and writing the music for it was the same. And so that's why some of the stuff is like so different. Um, and some of the notes that I took in something is like, I feel that each song has a, like a really different, um, emotion tied to it. Like, I feel like each song may have been like, and I, it goes off of that. Like, I think each song was kind of written either in a different frame of mind or like a different like environment or or what like I don't necessarily know and um for me and or and like uh, maybe it like it evokes a different kind of emotion like there's happiness there's fear there's sadness there's excitement then like there like there's like anxiety like there's even a song in there that literally made me feel anxiety because like just the way that like the song was like the mixed and everything um and I think in a world today, like where a lot of the music is kind of like cookie cutter or like producers and writers will just like write a song, but you could hear that song by like any form of artist. Like they just plug in an artist, if that makes sense. Um, I feel like there's kind of like very unique and like different ways um, that this album had that was kind of refreshing to me. Um, I've been listening to a lot of just music like lately, like a lot of the music that I listen to on Spotify comes from the Discover Weekly. It comes from just like those randomly generated lists. Um, and I could definitely get the vibe that this could be on there. And this would be something that I would save. Like if I didn't know who he was, there's a bunch of songs on there that I've listened to that I would 100% save into like my, it's called a Discover Winners playlist. It is just a, it's just a playlist of songs that happen in my from my discover that I, I just save into a file. Um, yeah, I'm definitely giving the heart. I'm giving thumbs up and I'm hearting a few of these songs. Um, so from a casual listener who doesn't know anything about music, there was a few of the songs that I got a big, uh, it's like late game Lincoln park, YouTube vibes. And I fucking hate YouTube. Okay. But YouTube's a very widely popular and, and creative band. So you're doing great things. So so for that, that's phenomenal. But to me, I was like, yo, this is a lot of YouTube vibes right now. I'm hearing <laughs> that like he's got the wompy guitar modifier and his voice is a little distorted and it's a little like poppy produced. But then there's songs where it's just his voice. It's the guitar. It's him. And I really like it. I'll tell you what. There's a jam session at the end of the uh, the Green Man. What is I just had that album. The Green Man. Right here. Yeah. Yeah. The Green Man Axes, the extended version. There's a jam session at the end. And I was like, oh, I'm lost. Just take me. Like, I was so into that one. So into that one. Yeah. Um, so I, I didn't tell you to do this. So um, that's on me. But I, I mm -hmm. made like a top three. Um, and I was going to talk about those a little later. So already got them. But yeah, take okay. your time. Perfect. 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 I'm glad that we're on the same page there. Um, so. Uh, and you kind of talked about like the, the, the different kind of like, I thought the mixing on the album was really well done. Um, like there's like different parts of the album that are really, really loud. 
and then mm-hmm. there are other parts of the album that like the 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 background sound the ambient sounds like just like even like the not the pre-chorus but like just like the backing vocals just like chant and elicit like a um like a response so i think like the layers of things that he put onto the album are mm-hmm. like really mm-hmm. really 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 cool one of the ones that um that stands out to me is um disoriented um it like or hold on let me double check what the what it's called um yeah uh it's it's the digital part two disoriented it literally made me feel like disoriented at certain parts because there's like so many different layers of sound happening and like Mm -hmm. little chants and like i don't know it just like it just was literally yeah like there was like um and again, I don't know what I'm talking about. So like I don't know if I'm using the right terminology or anything like that. But it was like lo-fi sounds with like haunting melodic like melodic like chanting and like there's other sound effects thrown into it that it really <laughs> did just make me feel like I love that he labeled it disoriented because I was like just I was honestly like this is fucking disorienting. Like it's just kind of weird. Um and I like that lo-fi. That's a term that I've been hearing being used to describe music, and I've been listening to some of it, and that's a good one that I've never put two and two together. This has definitely got some lo-fi vibes. Yeah, and I think lo-fi is gaining traction because we live in a world where um, – and la- later on when we talk about specific songs, uh, there's a song, Digital, which is I think kind of been like the um, – that's the YouTube pop song right there. That's yeah, like, probably that, going to be like the his. That's I feel like that would be the banger on the album, if you will. And yeah. it's not my favorite, but I can tell that is like yeah, I that's, think that's, that's like the keystone. And I believe that was the first single that came out for the album and like all that kind of stuff. So like, um, in in the world where we have so much going on, so much stimuli, so much like our brain is like just getting hit and punished with like thing over thing over thing over thing all like all that stuff over and over again i think lo-fi is kind of designed to like break your brain from that and like i think it's uh um i know like a lot of lo-fi music people use in therapy for like um to knock like if you're if you're feeling super like anxiety ridden or stressed out lo-fi music is good for um like breaking that part of your brain up and kind of just like slowing you down and like decompartmentalizing like your thought processes and stuff um I don't know. It's not a negative to me, but I think some people could feel that this is a negative, um, is that there's not an exact flow per se. Like some albums, like there's like, I don't know. I, and this could be intentional cause it does say like in his, like when he talks about the album that it's, it was written from different perspectives and like kind of like chaotic, um, is I don't think that there's an exact flow per se. Like it doesn't tell like a narrative story it's got okay. like it's like up down left right like there, it's like for me who has like add and like my attention shifts a lot and like if like i don't know like this they're not related in any way shape or form but like the most recent post malone album every single song sounded the same and there wasn't like change or anything like that and for like this album to have so many shifts in mood and like the different like each song starts off with like a different instrument and like it's not always guitar sometimes it's percussion sometimes it's like 
um, like an analog yeah. machine or whatever, it keeps me attentive to like each song that's going. I know some people would absolutely fucking hate that. Like, <laughs> uh, <laughs> is, are you one of those kind of people? Where, like, no, no, because in uh, fact, I'm such a Neanderthal when it comes to music. I want it to just sound pretty. I'm not good. You know, my roommate Hannah and good friend, she loves stories. She wants to hear the emotion. She wants to hear the message. She wants to, she hears the lyrics instantly and she falls in love with the lyrics. And I'm like, give me a hook, baby. Like I just need the bridge <laughs> to have a, a, a badass hook and something like that. You know, give me that, give me the little twang. Uh, one of my favorite songs is uh, Arctic Monkeys. I think they didn't know whatever. It's like, bow, 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 it's just cause that part. I don't know what they say. I don't know what the song's about, but it's yeah. just that guitar right from me. Okay. That's what I want. And I'll admit I was, I was getting that from this album, but yeah, I, no, no song sounded alike. Uh, I can't really tell you when I hear an album. Like, Oh yeah, that flowed so well. I don't know. I don't know if I've ever heard an album that technically flows well, unless it's the soundtrack to the Lion King or Hamilton because it's telling the progression of the story. Yeah. So I don't often pick up on that, but what I did pick up on is you're right. Every song started different. Every song had its own unique, uh, uh, its own unique personality. And after reading what the nice ghost brand's all about, I appreciate it more. And I also thought that he had a band. If he really was doing this all by himself, that gives us at least another one and a half to two points bumped up on my rating scale. Yeah. I'm not entirely sure. This. Like I, I, I'm pretty sure that he did most of it. I don't, I don't necessarily know. Like he might've had some like friends help him with like recording different parts and like he might've sent things to like a different mixer, but I'm pretty sure he mixes it and does all of it himself. Like that's like what he does professionally in LA. Like he mixes people's music and, and, and he's like, I'm pretty sure. Um, and that would be like a great question to have and ask him if we were in an interview. But um, since I suck, I wasn't able to do that. But next time. I mean, you don't suck. It's a pandemic right now. It's real busy. And we didn't want to just leave this sitting on the shelf. We wanted to get this off the back burner, get it nice piping hot, get it simmering and serve it to the people when they need it most. For sure. I mean, the album comes out in um, five days. So just wanted to make sure that this was out so people could, if what they liked from us today, they could make sure that they go pre-save and check it out. Because... Um, I think I think it for sure deserves it. I don't know what his inspiration was. Like I, I would, that's something that I wrote down for future questions when we do interview him. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. But like some of the songs seem like they're rock inspired. Some of the songs are like punk inspired. There's like abstract. There's like emo. And like even the um, and I again probably talking out of my ass here, but the stranger has like some country like Nashville like like vibes to was it. That, I got a country song once, but I don't know if it, I didn't know which it, one it was. I, I think it's, it's really only it. like the intro, the intro, um, like the guitar kind of stuff at the beginning is more. And then like it, it changes a lot. And like when you add in other instruments, but, um, this stranger, like, and I don't know if that's was because he spent a while touring in like a country band, uh, or like a party. I don't know what you would call it. Um, but he did tour with the tailgaters for a little while. Um, and I don't know if that maybe like his time in Nashville lended towards that, but I mean, it would make okay. sense to me. Like if you spend a year in Nashville, like you, you might, you might pick up and that might be like maybe a song that you wrote at that period of your life or like 
maybe that rift or like the intro to the song that's not one that we can play i don't think that one's out yet so i can't really show you what i'm talking about but um yeah um is there anything i know i've been doing a lot of talking i've been kind of controlling the conversation is there anything that um, you're the music guy not me is there anything that you um had in your notes that you wanted to talk about that i didn't get to before we kind of get into our like our top three no, I just that the, he has a couple radio hits. Like without a doubt, I was just listening to the radio and the like, watching commercials on MTV for the music awards coming up. I don't know one artist. I don't know anybody right now. I don't understand what the kids are listening to, <laughs> but I can assure you what I heard on this album. It's it's right ra- the radio hits. They're definitely ready for radio. They're ready for prime time because I've heard some experimental music in my time, and I'm like, this is trash. <laughs> this is just literal three raccoons in a trash can and you gave them a mixer trash and that is not what i listened to here so i was very yeah. excited i really enjoyed it um so we want to talk about some favorites whenever you're ready yeah so um what um when you listen to this what what were some of the bands that you think he might have listened to so you said like you two you said i think you two um, now again, I bet he listens to 30,000 bands that I've never heard of because yeah, yeah, I yeah. only listen to what I like. It's got to make its way to my ears, but I got a little Arctic monkey vibe, maybe okay. a little like gorillas because of how produced it is. So I got a little gorillas vibe. I got some Arctic monkeys. Um, I feel like any folk band, even though it didn't smack me in the face with folk folk, I feel like he was inspired by some folk. Okay. Um, and then just knowing that he went to Nashville, so he's got to have some country. And then there's that little twangy song in there. So I was like, well, that's just because of one song. I'm not going to say, yeah, you listen to all kinds of folk. But I got some folk vibes to it. I definitely got whatever you would describe bands that Linkin Park turned into. Not early <laughs> Linkin Park. Not early Linkin Park at all. I'm talking like late game Linkin Park. A lot of, like, like you said, a lot of production. A lot of Mr. Hahn. A lot of DJ tracks. So anybody that is a DJ band, I think that he that this sounds very similar to those kind of bands that I've Interesting. listened to. Yeah, what I what's really cool about what he did is that he has digital production in there, also like traditional analog production, mm-hmm. and like he's got like it's there's a big mixture of like the different kind of elements of like new school and old school mixed in, which I think is pretty unique. Um, the one of the songs the green man which is i think a really really good song it's not in my top three um only because of it i made the mistake of listening to it for the first time at night like alone and no one else in the apartment in the end of the song there are, and i don't want to give it away but there's like a part towards the end of the song that literally scared the shit out of me because i just wasn't like expecting it uh shit <laughs> I've also been marathoning CSI every day for like the past. I don't like, know why two you weeks. do that. It's crazy. <laughs> and and like I'm on like season four, episode twenty of like it's just what I've been using to just turn my brain off. And so I I thought I was in the Squeagle episode the other day, and I was about to shit my pants from that. So oh, no. uh, so so um, right away. <laughs> so yeah, so there's a part of the Green Man that literally just scared me because it was like two o'clock in the morning. I was listening to it. I was like ah shit. Um, so, um, what is one of your, um, I, I didn't list mine in a top three. Um, I just chose my top three songs off of the album. Um, what is one of yours? Uh, the green man. 
Top okay. three definitely was the Green Man because that jam session. And I guess I wasn't afraid of little voice saying, I'm gonna get you. But <laughs> I, I liked it. Yeah, I but, really yeah. like I love that jam. Because like there was like a minute and a half of just guitar and just going yeah. on. That's the kind of music that I really dig. That's why I miss concerts, because you don't get that on albums anymore. Um, I really, really dug that one the most. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you what, though, as much as I like that, I'm not saying that's my number one at all. I know what my number one song is. So I don't know if you want to go tit for tat or if you want me to give me my if you want me to give you my top three right now. Um, well, let's let's go tit for tat. Um, OK, OK. So, uh, I, okay, you know what? I'll rank them in my head right now. I'm just going to spit out a rank. So, um, probably like my number three would be, um, hit the ground. Sadly, it's one of the ones that we can't play because it's not out yet, but uh, this is one of the ones that I really recommend everybody checking out. For me, it kind of evokes a sense of like anxiety. Um, it's like an upbeat song. Like the music is like upbeat, high energy. The instruments are like like positive and like it's like got, got a good music to it. Um, however, the lyrics are like super sad and like almost like kind of like desperate. Um, it really, really reminded me of like a band that I loved in high school called the Dismemberment Plan. Um, uh-huh. They had they were kind of like an emo. Um, I don't know. Um, it's like a post punk experimental rock, but like it was like upbeat music but like the lyrics were like kind of depressing and sad and this elicited that kind of like response from me where like the music is happy but when you like actually listen to them break down the lyrics it's like this dude's sad like he's like he's overwhelmed by like what's going on like the surroundings around him are kind of like suffocating him um and it's like kind of like someone wants to be happy and that like they want to be happy but like um everything that's going around them, their anxiety, whatever, or whatever, they're, they're just, everything around them is kind of like, like causing them to suffocate. And, and I, that was one of the songs that kind of spoke to me. Um, and I I really, really, really like that one. Oh, I like that. Okay. Would you say the green mile was your green man was your number three or did we, or did I take you out of order? No, 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 no. Cause like, I'm trying to think about it. Because earlier today, right before the rants left, I, I gave it another listen through, and a song snuck up on me. Okay. And so I'm probably going to say that although it's hard, I can't call it a favorite, but give it a low vibe. I would say my number three is The Green Man. Okay. My number three is The Green Man. Okay. What would be your number two then? My number two is The Sleeper Hit because – I have a tie right now. It was this wasn't even in contention. I had my one, two, three, but then okay. the sleeper hit me today, and it's I've got somebody. Okay. I've got somebody I think could be on like a TRL back in the day. Okay, that could be a song that he performs on a late night show. I think it's got the radio vibes. I think it has everything that you need to be a popular song. It is a little done up though. It's a little. Pr- it's production. Okay, mm-hmm. so it's almost like a. What's that band like? It started with a whisper, and that's when I kissed her. Like it's kind of got that uppity fun production, okay. and he's singing. Ugh, I can't remember what that band was called, but that's that's some of the vibe. That's the band vibe. Maybe the band fun a little bit. So somebody, even though I'm not a fan of super produced things, whether it's analog or digital, I like just hearing straight. I want to be able to tell what I'm listening to is a guitar, a bass, and a drum. 
Okay. Like and so, a piano. Those are my kinds of songs. But after I heard I've got somebody, I was like, this is my new number two. And cool. that is the only song that's made it into my rotation. I found it. It is in my favorite list, and it now plays every day when I have my own get up and go playlist. Cool. So I'm gonna I'm gonna play. I've got somebody because it's there's an official music video that's out. Came out in February. Um, so that's like how long he's kind of been working on this and like putting these songs out and testing them. Yeah, I've not checked his YouTube yet, but it is on my Spotify playlist now. Yeah, so we'll check out a couple of his YouTube videos. It's just Nice Ghost with a space uh, on on the YouTubes. Um, definitely check it out. And we'll um, we'll play one of the songs um, for you right here. Why is this cropping so weird? This is digital. Huh? Is this not digital? No, this is I've Got Somebody. Do you have your songs backed up? I might have my songs mixed up. <laughs> This was that was the YouTube song that I wasn't a big fan of. This is this is this is I've got somebody. Oh wait, wait, wait. I can't hear it through your through your feed. I actually hit the play button and digital was playing on my end. Oh, okay, okay, okay. no. So I was like, yeah, I can't hear you playing the song. Okay, so this is I've got somebody by Nice Ghost. This is Slugs number two. So I'll play it on my since I can't hear it through that. I'll let the fans if they maybe if I can't hear it. You does just that keep mean talking as soon as I keep hitting play. So I'll just I'll stop talking. I'll <laughs> thank, stop talking. Thank you. Thank you very much. So that was um, that was I've got somebody by Nice Ghost. That's yeah. Slugs number two. That is a really catchy one. That's that's one of the yeah. that's one of the ones that's got some like upbeat like. And so this yeah, one snuck I'm... in for you or didn't sneak in for you? No, it snuck in because okay. at first it was like I listened. I was like, okay, it's one of those poppity uppities. But then when I re-listened to it today, it just hit me a certain way, and I was like, I like it. I like the chorus. It built. The chorus was different than the regular uh, verses. I, I just, I liked it. And I could see myself jamming to that in the car when it comes on the radio. I'm so happy that I messed up on my end and somehow hit the play button and digital started playing. Cause I was like, I don't, I don't like the song. And there's <laughs> no way I just plugged the wrong song. That's, that's actually quite funny. Um, so my number two is um, uh, it's going to be, uh, the one that you don't like, um, and it is digital. I am a big, big fan of digital, and I think it's because 
Um, I, I don't know. I've interpreted it one way and I'm not necessarily sure if like maybe that's what he was going for. Um, but I'm going to play it and then, um, I'll, I'll try to talk about like my interpretation for it and, and, and kind of like what, um, what I was vibing with and like why it speaks to me and why I like it. So, um, yeah, I'll play it right now. Trust me, when you look at this man, he can eat. He doesn't look like he's an eater, but he's the eater. kind of interpreted it is is with we live in a fucking chaotic world where there's like this di- dichotomy of just like you're right i'm wrong or i'm right you're wrong yeah, black versus up. white blue versus red like you know what i mean where like and i feel like this is like i, I think this really kind of lends like credence to that where it's like the digital media is just like pumping you in and like everybody's trying to like be in like all everything that we read see or heal is like being like is trying to influence influence us in like one direction um or to like buy into their side or whatever and i feel like it's just like it's just so intense and and like just just turning it off like and he talks about just turning it off and i wish that was something that i could do but i can't mm-hmm. i just feel like i need to i, I need to do it like and be in it i need like i'm just as guilty and so one of the other things that like um i've noticed a lot like more recently in this song that he talks about he's like you don't want to be late um he's he says like he says you don't want to be late and i feel like that's a huge thing about the world we live in right now where people like immediately post something like today's kobe's birthday like kobe's wife found out that her husband and her child died from tmz not from like the people that were like you know what i mean and like we live in a world where like you don't want to be late you want to be the first person to get that out there you don't confirm your sources you want to be the first person like break news like not checking and validating stuff like that's the world we live in we live in this digital world and that's like one of the things that kind of that that stuck out to me and then like he talks like in the chorus and like towards the end of the song he's like it's just noise and then it's like and then there's like the repeating of the lyrics it goes on and on and on and on and on and on and i feel like that's like a really really good like musical 
representation of like the world yeah. we live in where our brains are just like overly stimulated there's just like a thousand things going on we're always tied to these like i've looked at this like a thousand times like just just my brain is just like on overload you know what i mean so like right and i think that's a good song that kind of like grasps that and like talks about that and so like i think that's one of the ones one why i like it it's also just it's a good toe tapper it's like mm-hmm. And I think the, the, the percussion on that is, like, a really, really good one. Like, I, when I listen to that, like, I slap my thigh, I tap my toe. Uh, I'm a, I'm it makes a, you move. It does make you move. I, yeah. I'm not taking that away from that song at all. Yeah. Um, That's why – I'm sorry. No, no, that, 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 was, that was the last that I had to share. Yeah. Which is, like, for my money, I would say that – the sleep, the not sleeper, because sleeper means you don't see it coming. I would say that digital or take me home are the two, so probably the best songs on the album from a record, a label company, uh, hitting with the people, getting a chance to get out there. And that's why it's so fun. It would be fun to interview Tyler to get his take on these. But just as I listen to the top 100s, as I have songs that come through my Spotify when I'm driving down the road in the car, which I haven't done since Rona hit. But back in the day, I was known to cruise and jam. I feel like Take Me Home or Digital would be the songs to break out. Like those would be the breakout hits of the album. Not necessarily my favorites, but they're the ones that make you move. It's got the value to it. It's got a beat that's catchy as all get up. Mm-hmm. So if you had to pick your number one, what would be your your, your number one from the album? My number one after uh, – after I'm pulling up so I don't watch the song again. After I've got somebody uh, dethroned one of mine, it's definitely Goodbye. Goodbye is definitely oh, my favorite song. Perfect. That's my number one too. Yeah. That is that yeah. is my number one. Because yeah. it's just him and the guitar and he puts his vocals on display. And that's what I, I want songs that sound pretty. And I want to appreciate the talent that's naturally given. And it's not that you don't have talent if you can't mix a song. That's so much talent. If you can hear the beat and know what needs to go where. But there's just something about a man and his instrument singing his heart out and making me feel it and me being moved by his voice alone. So goodbye, 100% was number one. Right, and number I one have the goodbye. I have goodbye has strong radio vibes as well. I can hear that being like, you know, when, uh, who was it? Uh, gym class here? No, not gym class here. Plain White Tees. They had their own song, but then Hey Delilah came out. And that was like the home run for them where people are like, oh my God, I just love them so much. And it really wasn't like any other thing they were doing. I feel like that could be his Hey There Delilah that you have all these uppity fast beat songs. You have these anxiety inducing songs, but he can just lull your pants off or put you to sleep with goodbye. Well, let's, uh, so this, this is also off of his YouTube channel. Um, I'm going to play that and then we'll, um, we'll talk about it a little bit as well. Um, and I believe this is a, uh, I don't know what a solo loop performance is, but we'll find out. Someone 
my routine. So yeah, that's it's just absolutely beautiful. Yeah. It's absolutely it's absolutely beautiful to me. And and I don't know, I think it speaks to me on a different level, like I don't know. Um this is a standout like lament and it evokes like some pretty deep like sorrow. Um, yeah, and when you've experienced any kind of loss, this can connect with you in so many other ways. For me, um, and I don't know, again, I'm speaking from myself. When we do get a chance to interview Tyler and try to bring him on, um, we'll we'll talk about – oh, let me get this off the screen. Um, we'll talk about it, and I'll ask him. But for me, the when I was listening to this, and I've listened to this over and over and over and over again, like this, when he releases all his singles, this is one of the ones that really, really stood out to me. Um, is like, I just want to go where other flowers grow. Um, and like, to me, I interpreted that to like, I really, really, sh and like, I really, really, really struggled with finding. So this is my interpretation. This is how it fit with me. I really, really struggled with like finding a job after grad school. And like, I just didn't like know, like, I didn't have any like roots. Like I had my friends, I had my family, I had everything, um, in home, but I couldn't find growth there like I wasn't like and so um for me it was like I really vibed with this one because like I had to move to Nebraska I had to move 15 hours away from all of my friends all my family where like I had known so that I could grow experience my career and like I had to say like a lot of goodbyes like it, it was kind of like a haunting yeah. song because like I had to say goodbye to Gabriella. I had to say goodbye to all you guys. And yes, like we had, like we had plans for Gabriella to move out here as soon as she could. And like, we had plans like to visit you guys and like to go back and visit as much as we can. It was still like haunting because like, there's fear of like, what goodbyes am I saying? And like, what are like permanently goodbyes or like, what are see you laters? And like, um, and I think the guitar work in that is just like absolutely killer and smooth. And it's just like a soothing, like song, sad song. And like, to me, that one, like really, 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 really just like hit me hard. And I don't know if that was like his intent with like him moving away from Pennsylvania to LA to like, but that is, that, that is like how the song, like how I interpret it and how it hit me. Yeah, and 100%. I, I get that. And now that you said that, I will now try to, next time I listen to the song, I will feel it from that point of view. I I like listening to songs where I feel like you could put multiple law, multiple meanings so and also multiple point of views. Like, what if that song he's singing isn't from his point of view? What if it's from someone else's point of view? What if it's from someone's point of view who is leaving him instead? Or what if it's the point of view of someone who is passing on or moving on from a relationship? Like, it's one thing when you say, well, this song is from my point of view, but now if it's from the antagonist's point of view mm. or a secondary character's point of view, songs mm. take a whole other meeting. And so I just like, and again, like you said, it's just him and a guitar. And like, that's the solo. Like, he did every part of that song himself by looping the different patterns and looping the different <laughs> rhythm. I'm a big fan of looping. And I, at first, it didn't click in my head that that's what he was doing with the fact that, like, he was able to do that by just, like, looping it on, like, a, a, yeah. a track, like, blew my mind. Ed Sheeran will do that on stage. Like, that's why I think he's one of the better performers. Uh, and I'm so happy I came around to enjoying him because when he was doing his Lego pieces, I was like, this dude is a punk. I hate every song he makes. And then his second album came out and I started following his live stuff. And I'm like, man, it's just him 
and Wimbledon with an acoustic guitar and a pedal on the ground, and he is just rocking the house to the to the core. Um, so insane. I really, really enjoyed him. You are absolutely insane. I'm gonna build a Lego pieces and build Stop Lego. It. Shut up! Stop it! Stop it! Shut Stop up! It. Stop it! But then well, X came out. Oh my god! When he dropped X, that whole album was. We're not. Fire. We're not talking about him right now. That little ginger can just do whatever he's doing. We're talking about Nice Ghost right now. Yeah. Um, Say Nice I, Ghost, he's gonna be the next. Yeah, we. So we've played a couple of the songs, a couple of our favorites. Um, I really strongly recommend everybody to check it out. Um, you can. Go to his Instagram, um, which is um, I'll post. We'll post all his social media and everything on our page today, and we'll make sure that it's included in all the anchor and podcast links as well. Um, so that way, everybody has it. But his Instagram handle is Nice Ghost Official. Um, his Facebook is Nice Ghost Music. Um, he's on Spotify. He's on SoundCloud. He's like he's on everywhere check it out i think one of the crucial things like right now is you can go um onto his um like facebook and social media and pre-save his album on spotify and that like like i said earlier will help huge in getting and generating and like maybe putting some of these songs that we talked about today into like discover weekly like algorithms and stuff like that so i really 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 recommend You've been doing tricks. Are you able to throw that on the screen where you did the uh, pre-save? Yeah, I could do that. I mean, boom. You could, yeah, you could say no. So this is his Facebook right here. He's, this is his Facebook page right here. Um, It's just uh, facebook.com nice ghost. Um, Let me see if I can make it a little bigger. This might. I bet you love now that Facebook has a dark mode. I bet that just made your life. It did. Why does it keep grabbing that? Let's do. Um, it won't let me um, make it bigger. I can figure it out. But anyway, you go to Facebook, scroll down to right here. There's a link at the top post that's pinned. It's a it's a pre-save link. You click it. It pops up to this right here. You can click this button, which will connect it to your Spotify, or you can enter your email, and then it'll have you do it a different way. Um, my Spotify is already connected, so I literally just clicked this, and it pre-saved it into my thing, and I was able to um, Perfect. put it in there. I couldn't, I couldn't find a way to do the pre-save, but like I liked all the albums. I know going to his Facebook, you can get that link. Yeah, so check out all the social media. Um, it, he has the websites, nicegoastmusic.com. Um, just definitely check it all out. Um, we, I'm a huge fan. I've been a huge fan for a while. Um, glad that I could, uh, bring you on and listen to a couple of his songs. Um, album comes out, uh, five days. Make sure mm-hmm. you go check it out listen to it. Um, let us know what some of your favorite songs are. Um, there has been a fly flying in there in this room. It's driving me nuts. Um, and you, who's stronger, you or the fly? The fly is faster right now. I need to get my chopsticks out and see if I can Mr. Miyagi it, but we're doing all right. Um, let me go pull back up to my notes and my script for today's pod and make sure I didn't miss anything important because there's stuff that I always have to say to you. 
Always. Always. Um, Check out what I got in the mail. What you get in the mail? <laughs> Is the stream that delayed? You can't see it? 100%. Oh, 100%. Okay. I got it's a... coming. It's coming. I, I'm waiting for it. I'm waiting for it. I got a Laparka mask. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. So it's a it's a it's a nice little COVID mask. It's made by a gentleman from Tijuana, Mexico, who makes real luchador masks for real wrestlers. Um, oh, fantastic. And so he just started making these. Like, um, they're like actual. Like, it's full blown sewn. It's not like screen printed or anything like that. But I've got um, I've got Laparka. I've got Santo. Um, I've got. Uh, I see some blue demon. I've got Sincara. Um, I've got Rey Mysterio. Um, and I've got Blue Demon. Blue Demon. Yeah, Blue Demon Junior. He, I got them all. I'm, I'm loving it. Um, so I'm set. Um, man, I just wore the mask for the first time because this is the first time I've been around outsiders, and I'm kind of wishing I had some stylish. So um, my dad had a Pirates one. He was rocking. I, I will be. Um, I guess I, I. I plan on sending you and Danita one of these, so um, you and Danita can pick who whom you want. Well, said you don't, DK, you, she's around a lot more people. I don't yeah. plan on ever leaving the house again, and I don't need to look good for my parents. <laughs> Today is the first purpose. day in six months I buckled my seatbelt. Wow. Really I have not buckled the seatbelt in my wheelchair for no reason to. I'm just in the house, and when I go outside underneath the tree to listen – to a book, I don't need to buckle in for safety. But today I had to go around the house. I had to go up a hill. I had to climb a ramp. It was an adventure. That's a high-risk life that you're living right there. Very high-risk life. <laughs> and well, I don't know why all the Karens are mad about the mask and went that bad. It's in not fact, terrible. my glasses stopped steaming up after like 25 minutes. After gotta, my after the glass got tempered, it was fine. You just got to get them toasty a little bit, and they'll be all right. Yeah. Are those new glasses? Because they look nice. No. But I appreciate it. I'm always looking good. You Just look wait. Good. I have I have some planned that you guys don't know about. It's coming soon. I feel like we're twins. We are a little twinsy. We <laughs> have we told the story on the pod about the lunch lady that thinks we're twins and thinks that I'm the reason why you're in the wheelchair because I like no. I tried to eat you in the you womb. Us. You tried to eat me in the womb. Yeah. I mean, we, Edinburgh doesn't employ the smartest employees. We convinced a lady at Edinburgh that uh, oh, uh, you brothers and twins. He tried to eat me. Yeah, that I was the reason why he's in the wheelchair is because I tried to eat him in the womb. He took all the nutrients. That's hilarious. I love it. I um, get none of the good stuff. <laughs> let's get the hell out of here. Uh, it's going to end the pod for today. Um, we'll be back. We've got streaming Tuesdays and Thursdays. We've been playing. Uh, we've got a couple of games. We've got conned into buying more and more games that we'll just play for one time and then be done. But I think that's mm-hmm. the life of a streamer. I really, I really think that a lot of streamers just play games for one day and then quit. Um, we've got Payday 2 coming up. We've got... Um, I gotta go get that. We've got Among Us coming up. We've got how, Would You Like to Be My Neighbor 8 or whatever that Adam was all hyped oh, up about. I ain't uh, playing that game. It's a one-player <laughs> game and it's scary. I'm not playing it. <laughs> I have no clue what the hell we got going on, but we'll be playing Play My Little golf. Pony before I play that game. We'll be playing Golf It. We'll be playing Valorant just because that's the one game that we can all agree on. That was like getting act- better at it. That was actually off. stable. Um, the, the other day, uh, fall guys just kept disconnecting us, uh, golf it. Everybody hated cause I was host and I got, I got crappy internet I cause all the students though. are back. 
Um, but yeah, so we've got a ton of games Tuesday, Thursdays in the evenings, check out, and then we'll be back next Sunday and we've got a very important stream. Doug's been, Terrible. Slug's been waiting for this moment I've wanted it so bad. for months, like since March. So bad. We're yeah, 100%. To... It was right before the pandemic. We're working with the taxes and the tax people are like, the Wendy's breakfast, the Wendy's breakfast. We are going to order a bunch of items from the Wendy's breakfast menu and we're going to eat them live and rate and grade and share our opinions on them. So it might be an earlier podcast next week. Cause we don't want to like have it sit it out and breakfast ends at 11. Um, but we'll, we'll make sure that we, um, I'm going to have to door dash it cause Gabtron won't be back yet. Um, so we will, um, we'll just stay tuned to the social media. But if anybody else wants to order, we'll post what we're ordering from Wendy so you can order it too and you can eat it with us and, and you can judge it. Um, I can't wait till Doug tries the slushy coffee drink because I know he hates coffee, but he's going to love I the love frosting. Coffee, but I love ice cream. Yeah. Yeah. All right. With that, I just want to say I love your faces and I'm sure Slug has something dumb that he needs to say. <clears throat> Hold on. You gotta drink water? Oh man, I've been dying. I haven't. I can't find my water. Stay fat.